This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Friday, March 1st. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Corn growers warm to Purdue. Wheeler's to-do list. Fake news on rural broadband. And second WTO win is seen ahead. This time, Purdue is in for a warm classic welcome. What a difference a year makes. Last year, there was a serious debate among corn growers about disinviting Ag Secretary Sonny Purdue from Commodity Classic over his stance on the renewable fuel standard and biofuel policy. Today, Purdue will be speaking to an annual meeting of grain and oilseed producers, and the leader of the nation's corn growers says biofuel policy is now going in farmers' favor because of Purdue's efforts. Speaking to National Corn Growers Association members at the meeting in Orlando yesterday, CEO John Doggett said if not for Purdue's efforts, EPA approval of summer E15 sales would not be as close as it is. Doggett said they do call him Sonny, but there is an unsunny side to Sonny when he gets driven, and he's made it clear to the EPA that this is important to farmers. So when you see the secretary, thank him for his efforts to get this done. Purdue links E15 reversal to Senate vote. Purdue is no doubt helping to move the E15 decision along, but he credits the fact that Andrew Wheeler was facing a Senate confirmation vote to be EPA administrator. Shortly after Purdue told the House Ag Committee on Wednesday that EPA wouldn't issue the E15 waiver in time for the summer driving season, EPA issued a statement saying just the opposite. Purdue told the Senate Ag Committee yesterday that the statement he made to the House Ag was based on the latest information I had at the time. Later in the day, on Wednesday, I was overruled by Wheeler, who, based on his confirmation hearings and the vote today, has committed once again to drive his troops to get this done by June 1st, Purdue said. By the way... Senate Ag member Johnny Ernst of Iowa disclosed that she had talked to Wheeler personally about the E-15 decision on Wednesday. Wheeler's packed agenda. After winning Senate confirmation yesterday, Andrew Wheeler will be under pressure to live up to a commitment he made to issue the E-15 rule by June. Also on Wheeler's plate is the rewrite of the WOTUS rule, which EPA and the Army Corps of Engineers would probably like to finish by the end of the year. The government shutdown, however, delayed publication of the proposal, whose 60-day comment period ends April 15th. Now, keep in mind, Wheeler insisted in a meeting with state ag commissioners this week that he would not extend the deadline. But EPA won't want to rush its review of the thousands of comments it will receive, lest it give opponents of the rule ammunition for a legal challenge. Purdue slams FCC broadband maps. Secretary Purdue told Senate Ag that USDA is struggling to determine where broadband coverage gaps exist because it doesn't trust FCC's broadband coverage maps. The FCC maps are fake news, primarily generated by carriers who don't want to see more competition, he said. Caution urged on hemp. Purdue is warning that farmers need to be careful before deciding to grow hemp. He told Senate Ag that USDA will proceed very slowly and judiciously on implementing the Farm Bill's hemp provisions, which won't be ready before 2020. He said producers could easily overwhelm this market before it even gets started. 
House Ag Chairman Colin Peterson of Minnesota aired similar concerns at the House Ag hearing. Rebranding Dairy Assistance Purdue knows USDA has a selling job to do to get milk producers to sign up for the Dairy Margin Coverage Program, the new name for the old margin protection program that many producers didn't like. Changes made to the program of the Farm Bill virtually guarantee that DMC will pay out this year. Purdue said, we've got to rebrand and sell it because this is a great program. Now, recapping, Purdue laid out the following schedule to lawmakers for implementing the DMC. An online payment calculator should be available in April for producers to estimate what they'll get. Rebates of the MPP fees should go out by late April. And sign-up for the DMC starts on June 17th. First DMC payments should be made by the first half of July. Well, next up at WTO, China import case. A World Trade Organization ruling on a U.S. claim that China failed to live up to grain quota imports is expected in the next couple of months following on the heels of a U.S. win Thursday on its claim of illegal Chinese grain subsidies. In the next case, filed in December 2016, charges that China has been failing to import enough wheat, corn, and rice to meet the TRQs agreed upon when the country joined the WTO in 2001. The U.S. says China's TRQs should have allowed for roughly $7 billion worth of imports of U.S. grain in 2015. Less than half of that was actually purchased. The first case on which the U.S. won yesterday alleged that China exceeded domestic support limits for wheat, rice, and corn. With the exception of corn, because China ended those subsidies in 2015, the WTO ruled in favor of the U.S. Officials tell AgriPulse both cases should be slam-dunk wins for the U.S. Canada's wheat exports gain on U.S. trade war. Canada wheat exports from August through December reached an all-time high thanks to U.S. trade war with China, that according to USDA's Foreign Agriculture Service. China imported 604,921 metric tons of wheat from Canada in the first five months of the 2018-19 marketing year, a 74% increase from the same period in 2017-18. U.S. wheat exports to China dropped from 474,707 tons to zero. That's likely due to the steep 25% tariff that China put on U.S. wheat last year in retaliation for the Trump administration's tariffs on Chinese goods. Groundhog Day for tax extenders. Senate finance leaders launch tax effort. Senate Finance Committee Chairman Chuck Grassley of Iowa and ranking Democrat Ron Wyden of Oregon have introduced a bill to resurrect 26 expired tax provisions, including the dollar-a-gallon biodiesel tax credit. The bill would make the tax measures effective for last year and this year. The path ahead? Sources say Grassley is working with House Ways and Means Chairman Richard Neal of Massachusetts on the issue, but it could get tied to the House Democrats' efforts to make changes to the 2017 tax bill. Grassley announced the bill on the Senate floor yesterday, flanked by a large poster showing a scene from the movie Groundhog Day, in which star Bill Murray relives the same day repeatedly. Well, here's today's They Said It. We want to make sure that you have plenty of CRP acres in South Dakota to hunt pheasant on. 
that the word of Senator John Thune of South Dakota to Ag Secretary Sonny Perdue, pressing USDA to hold a new sign-up for the Conservation Reserve Program. That's why we're going to expedite it, Purdue said. The sign-up actually won't take place in December. The Farm Bill made a number of changes to the program to offset the cost of raising the acreage limit. Well, that is Daybreak for this Friday, March 1st. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by the United Soybean Board. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Alley.